HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Welcome to Heritage Radio Network on tour. I'm Kat Johnson, and we are recording live from the Good Food Mercantile in sunny San Francisco. We want to thank the Julia Child Foundation for Gastronomy and the Culinary Arts and to the Good Food Foundation for making this coverage possible. I just got in a little bit ago. I flew in today. It's Saturday, and Hannah's been here holding on the fort, interviewing all the amazing makers and artisans at the Good Food Mercantile. The awards were last night. Some big winners. We're super excited. And now this is extra special because Hannah and I are joined by two former HRN interns who are now just like kicking butt in the food world. And one has recently moved to San Francisco herself. So she's hanging out. We have Claire Alsup of Yolele Foods. Welcome, Claire. Thank you. So happy to be here and to see you, Kat. You too. And we have Hallie Crane, who recently relocated to San Francisco and is on the active search. We're going to put it out there in the world, actively searching for a job in the food scene out here. That's right. So everyone should be fighting to hire Hallie. Thanks, Kat. Happy to be here. Um, So, Claire, tell us about uh, a little bit about Yolele Foods. Um, We've had uh, Pierre Tiam, the founder, on the radio before. But talk a little bit about the company and what you do specifically with them. Absolutely. So Yolele Foods is an African food company. Uh, We was founded in 2017. And our purpose as a company is to introduce incredible West African ingredients to a broader audience to create economic opportunity for smallholder farmers in West Africa and promote regenerative and resilient farming practices while doing so. And our first ingredient is an ancient grain from West Africa called Fonio. It's a naturally gluten-free grain, low glycemic. It cooks in five minutes, just the way you would cook couscous. You can make hot cereal with it. Um, You could do stuffed peppers, make desserts, super versatile grain. And it's a drought-resistant crop that farmers really rely on as a source for food. And we're trying to create an income source for farmers by bringing it here. So awesome. And have you been with Yolele since 2017? I started in March of 2018, so coming up on two years, I guess. Congrats. Thanks. I can't believe it's 2020. I know. That's happened. (laughs) Um, So I think Fonio is so cool. And how has it been kind of introducing it to people? I assume a lot of people that you talk to, they haven't heard of it before. Um, And then, like, what are the reactions? Um, It's always a lot of fun to introduce people to Fonio. Often people think they know what it is. They either say, oh, that's couscous or, oh, that's quinoa. 
Um, so it's fun to, to get to introduce people to something totally new that they've never tried before. Sometimes people just fall in love with it for its taste, its versatility. People really like that it cooks in five minutes and then knowing that it's, it's supporting a region um, that experiences uh, a lot of insecurity in terms of opportunity as well as climate change um, always is, is a big plus for people, I think, when they're, they're looking to purchase these days. And I feel like a really important topic of conversation, like in, in addition to talking about things like climate change, is just like biodiversity, right? Like, yeah, I mean, we're it's not a crop that's being grown all over the world yet. I'm sure it will be the next quinoa, but like, yeah, we need to have more options. Our hope is that, you know, the farming and production of this grain remains in West Africa where it's traditionally grown so that you know, whatever we do to sell this grain goes back to the farmers and processors who grow and process the crop. And you're right, like we've relied for far too long on, on the big four grains and uh, soy, rice, corn and wheat. And part of the reason those have been bred um, into such, uh, you know, monstrosities of what they've become is because they're really big grains. So they're actually just easier to process and turn into food. And so we're doing something totally different by introducing a grain that's, you know, when it's raw, it's as small as a grain of sand. And it's a lot harder to turn that into food. So trying to, to make it possible to increase efficiencies along the supply chain is really important, but still keeping the processing and farming within West Africa. So cool. can, can you talk a little bit about what the climate there is like? And I think it's an interesting point that you want production to remain there so that it continues to, money can go to that community. Um, I'm curious, like, is that a super unique environment that it's grown in, or would it be something that it, you're concerned about it being kind of taken, taken around the world? So it grows in almost every country in West Africa, um, and it doesn't grow across, across every country, but in certain regions. So it grows in very hot, arid climates just below the Sahara Desert. The band is called the Sahel region, and it's getting hotter and drier every year. And you can still get a harvest of Fonio with as little as one rainfall. So wow. it is super drought resistant, like to the nth degree. But it also, as with most crops, tolerates, like would love more water. And so it grows in some highland regions that are a little bit wetter as well. Um, too much water, it can't tolerate to grow in though. So it, it would be able to grow in probably a lot of other regions in the world. And we have had people approach us asking that question. Um, and we try to politely sure tell sticky, them to yeah. go away. <laughs> you can't have it. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't do that. Just buy it from us. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, so tell me, Claire, uh, what else you have planned while you're here in San Francisco other than the Mercantile today? Absolutely. So we are here at the Mercantile both introducing our new branding for Yolele and launching six pilaf flavors for Fonio. Um, and they're all inspired by traditional um, typical West African dishes or use West African ingredients. Um, so we're really excited to introduce those um, today as well as at the fancy food show tomorrow. So if you're around, come and visit us. Um, our partners in distribution is a large ingredient supplier called Woodland Foods, and we have buddied up with them. So we'll be at their booth, and we will be sampling fo the Fonio Pilaf flavors at the fancy food show for the next three days. And then we go right into another conference 
while we're here. Uh, Pierre Cham, our founder, is going to be speaking at the Sustainable Food Summit, which is at a hotel downtown. Um, I think it's you know very focused on on industry and and brands trying to make changes in our food system through biodiversity and climate smart farming, organics, non-GMO, all that good stuff. Awesome. And we will also be sampling more Fonio at the conference. All the samples of Fonio. All the Fonio. Um, well, it sounds like you have a lot of uh, work on this trip, but are are you gonna try to go eat anywhere, do anything fun while you're in the city? I would really love to. <laughs> I haven't made any plans. <laughs> Anybody has, you know, an extra spot at their dinner reservation, let me know. I'm in. So Nice. <laughs> uh, speaking of the San Francisco food scene, so Hallie, you just moved here how long ago? About uh, three months ago. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and But you're from California, but I'm you're from... From Los Angeles. Down south. Yeah, whole different world, man. What made you want to uh, relocate up here to the Bay Area? And, and like, how's it been so far? Yeah. Well, after I completed my master's in food studies from NYU, I knew I wanted to go back to California um, just because I'm from California and the culture's a little different. I really love the outdoors. Um, and I was noticing a lot of the amazing food innovation coming out of San Francisco, like food teaming up with tech advancement. And I really want to get a piece of that pie. So I came here with the intention of finding a role within that world and I'm definitely still on the hunt so anyone out there uh, get in touch but um, so far so good I really love living here I think it's a great uh, city because it's very walkable and there's easy access to the outdoors I've been to Napa twice already I go hiking almost every other day I go kayaking in Sausalito like and the food is really amazing I mean it's all coming from the freshest the freshest and the best farms you could kind of get. So it's it's kind of the best of all worlds, you know. If the rent was half of what it is, that would be great too. Um, but you can't you can't win them all. Can't have everything. Yeah. I mean, it's snowing in New York today, so I mean, you know, we got that going for us. Yeah. Don't you want to come back? Yeah. No. Uh -uh. Okay. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, like, what what are some like food and tech companies that you that you're like really excited about right now along those lines? Yeah, uh, so a few are things like Thistle and Good Eggs, which are giving people access to really great products, fresh food, healthy food, um, and just increasing access. Um, also interested in like some, some delivery services that are trying to like restructure their focus to support small businesses and food entrepreneurs that might not be able to afford brick and mortar restaurants. So like um, companies like like Caviar, which recently got purchased by DoorDash, like focusing on um, businesses that are just are pretty much like a chef cooking and a few other people, and and it might only be available on those services. You know, um, that's really interesting to me. Although there is kind of an issue in this city, um, getting people into seats at restaurants because the tech industry, and that's that's an, a concept I haven't really considered until recently, but because a lot of the tech companies here feed their employees on premises. Um, and in addition, those tech people are also very savvy with using delivery services. A lot of folks are not utilizing the restaurants in this city. So um, what I want to tell people is to go out, go out to eat because food is so much about the experience of a place and like the build out of a restaurant, a lot of thought goes into that. And I think 
the, the food that you're enjoying at home is, is, is even more delicious where you're actually having the full experience and the whole interaction with chefs and with servers and the whole industry. Um, I'd like to support that a little bit more. I don't know necessarily how yet. I will, but I'm going to try. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that either, but it makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah, if you're working at a big tech company, you're just like, they want you to stay there and work, and so they're going to feed you. Yeah, it's a kind of a funny like line that's been yeah. almost crossed and I'm just I would like to figure out a balance and help other people discover great food as well that's awesome yeah um, what it what are some uh, standout restaurants that you've eaten at lately yeah I'm a really big fan of Kfico Kfico's on Divisadero um, in an area called Nopa on uh, which Nopa stands for north of the panhandle it's pretty central in the city and they do some outstanding Italian food the chef there also does all of his own salumi and like dry aging stuff um they do an anchovy spaghetti that's really out of this world um and and also another restaurant is called serpentine which is in the dog patch uh it's actually the gm and cdc is also a former nyu food studies uh, uh colleague of ours um emily shanker and they're doing really really interesting southern inspired food using local ingredients really great wine list and um, a really nice dining experience overall very laid back with just really good quality stuff nice yeah well that's that's some food for thought for us for sure while we're here in town um, well Hallie and Claire thanks so much for sitting down with us it's always great to catch up with you guys and um, I hope you have Claire I hope you have the great rest of your trip thank you Hallie I might have to try those restaurants yeah. Hallie. <laughs> yeah Hallie good luck with the job hunt uh, Anyone listening out there? Uh, where? Oh, here we go. Where can we find you both on social media, whether it's Yolele or personal, and then Hallie? Um, I know you have a blog still, right? Yeah. So I haven't really updated it in a while, but it's <laughs> called I Major in Eating. I Majored in Eating. No, it's I Major. Like, well, yes. It's, <laughs> I should change it, but it's a current, so it's I Major still, in Eating. You're still learning. I'm still learning. Yes. We're always learning. And uh, Lifelong you can also, major. my handle on Instagram is imajorineating.com. Uh, no, it isn't. It's not snow.com. <laughs> it's just at imajorineating is my handle on go. Instagram. And then, Claire, what about you and Yolele? Okay, Yolele is at Yolele Foods, yolelefoods.com. If you want to find me, I guess just go to LinkedIn, Claire Alsup, A-L-S-U-P. I also have a LinkedIn. There, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. It's Hallie. Can I spell it? H-A-L-L-E-Y. Crane. C-R-A-M-E. Just want to make it clear. Is that LinkedIn updated, Hallie? That LinkedIn is fully updated. It literally yeah. says looking for a job. <laughs> Hire her now. Do it. <laughs> Thank you both so much. And Hannah and I will be back with more from the Good Food Mercantile in San Francisco. Thank you. <laughs>